Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Thursday, February 3rd, and Kyle, it is snowing. It's a blizzard outside. As I as we tape this, as we tape this, uh, snow is coming down like crazy. In the winter storm, um, what's the name of it? Norman? Uh, Landon. 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 They have a name for it? I just fact-checked myself. It's Landon. Oh, I thought it was called Snowmageddon or something like that. Uh, we can go with that, too. That always works. Uh, yeah, uh, winter storm Landon making its way through the Midwest as we... Uh, sorry, I can't see you today. That's usually yeah. my favorite part of the show is being able <laughs> to look across and see you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little different uh, working from the confines of our home. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We're not going to let it slow down the pod. We're not. We, this this podcast takes no breaks except the one we took for a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we had kind of like a snow day. However, um, John, we're still we're still working. If you see this or hear this commission. So, um, so great. yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're still we're still working away. But uh, yeah, we got to work from home. So that's that's nice. And the funny thing for people who don't know is we're only like five miles away from each other, but we're both getting, that means we're both getting the same amount of snow. Uh, That's true. The east side is different. I mean, once you hit the split going out on the east side of Cleveland, um, it's totally different. When you hit two compared to uh, 90, it's, um, yeah, you could have six inches of snow or you could have, you know, you could see the grass. So way well, different. I'm just glad we're blessed with uh, the fact, although it's a snow day and we are working, uh, we got some, I'm, I'm currently, as we tape this, I'm watching some Mac hoops, a little Ohio, Eastern Michigan afternoon hoops uh, game got moved up because of the storm, but yeah, I mean, able to sit here and watch, get some action in uh, nothing, nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely not. Not. You know, I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, gosh, I, I wonder if OU uh, had classes canceled, because if not, I would love to have seen the attendance. It looks like there's a decent amount of at the game. So um, well, how many when you're kids 17 actually... and, when you're 17 <laughs> and three um, and as we yeah, when you're 17 and three. Uh, yeah, I, I'd hope that the fans would come out. Well, um, I'm saying the kids, student athletes, you know, students go to class still. All those things. Yeah, good point. Good call. <laughs> good call. Good call. No, I, I know where you're I know where you're coming from with that. Um, yeah, no, you do. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's uh I'm I'm glad. I'm glad we got a little um little Mac hoops on today. What's well, how many times as we film as we're taping this, uh how many times did you shovel today? I actually was out there for 45 minutes with the snowblower and um, I got done. I looked back and I pretty much had another three inches of snow because it's blowing so bad. So, uh, yeah, just once, luckily, I, I waited. I was just going to wait it out. So, right. yeah. how about you? Uh, I haven't I haven't at all. <laughs> so, Kondo as, lucky, as lucky. yeah, yeah. So, um, no, it is coming down winter wonderland i thought as of this morning i thought maybe they got it wrong but now i'm starting to think maybe they got it right um so anyway um what we got going on what's uh winter olympics starting tomorrow i know we're, we're kind of going off the beaten path here of max stuff we'll get to that in a second but uh are you excited for the olympics are you an olympics guy are you a winter I, olympics guy or summer olympics guy i'm a summer olympics guy for sure um However, I do like curling because I feel like it's very similar to shuffleboard. 
Um, and I completely forgot really all the events or, and everything that was going on bobsledding. Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite event. Love, uh, cool runnings, great movie. And, um, yeah, so I gotta definitely throw that on when, uh, bobsledding is taking place. Sure. I, I, my favorite, um, I, I like, I mean, I, I'm probably more of a summer Olympics as well. Um, winter Olympics. I love the bobsled. I, I like a lot of, uh, winter Olympic sports. I love the snowboarding. That's always pretty cool. Um, <laughs> downhill skiing, uh, the way, how fast they go down that hill is just mind blowing. Um, I mean, you know, I, I get into it. I mean, it's the Olympics. You want to root on team USA, um, obviously. And, it's it's good stuff. So I'm excited to watch here and there. It's in Beijing. I think a lot of this. I read that a lot of the snow is like all man made. Like they don't have snow there. They yeah. just had to make it all. Which is amazing. It's it really is amazing to think about that that <clears throat> we're able to uh, kind of make that happen. But my question for you is: Have you ever snowed snowboard before in your life? No. No. Okay um whatever type of hills they go down and and all that stuff whatever different jumping uh event that they're doing you think you can make it down that hill no i couldn't do any of those events you think you would break something like on a scale of one to ten how no, because i wouldn't even be able to go fast enough to do anything i wouldn't okay. i wouldn't know i mean someone gave me a push uh yeah i don't i don't think i'd have the the right um technique to get up off the ground to do anything that would even remotely come close to hurting myself yeah fair fair i think we should add that uh, it's kind of hard with uh doing in the summertime but um to kind of our thing where we wanted to try out different things throughout the summertime where you know maybe we're competing against a cross-country race or uh the time thing that we talked about how many field goals i can make from 30 yards out or you know maybe we do I'll something tell you, i can't wait till we get back to campuses because i think we should definitely do that i think we should get some of these people that we've had on from the show uh let them know that we're coming to campus and uh yeah just say you know let's let's set up some time and let's go Absolutely. yeah let's compete in your event and see how we do and I yes. think that would provide some some good content out there because I know good laughs for sure. Yeah, good good, good laughs. Good, absolutely. Um, no, I'm I'm excited for the, the Olympic. It's, with how much snow, getting back to the snow, with how much snow's on the ground here, be good to to you know get a light, little cup of coffee later and turn on some Olympics and you know immerse myself in in what's going on. I I uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So good times as as always. Um, on on the on the Mac side of things, um, I mean, I guess first, congratulations. We were off on our Super Bowl picks from last week from everyone that heard. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's I mean, I did, I guess I predicted the Rams were going, but I thought it would be Rams. Well, we both did, right? Or no, no you changed well, yours. You were I totally went the opposite wrong. route because I didn't wanna I yeah. didn't want to do the same as you. You you were told you were 0 for two. So, I was looking good starting uh, before starting the fourth quarter or right after starting the fourth quarter, 17, yeah. seven, it went, went South quick. Well, congrats to Miami's own uh, Sean McVay um, mm -hmm. in his second Super Bowl, and uh, getting a little home, 
home field advantage uh, for the Rams. And I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. I was watching a video and I'm sure you've seen this before of Sean, that he knows and remembers like every play that has ever been called. Um, you need to look it up if you haven't. Uh, I believe it was Bleacher Report that put together the video and he's in it and he's got someone just asking, you know, 2016, 429 left in the game uh, on the yard line and he knew exactly what the play was. That's it's pretty. It's no wild. Way. And, and furthermore, he went back to when he was an assistant coach at Washington and he remembered plays from Washington. Wow. I'll, I'll send amazing. it to you after the show. Uh, it's, it's incredible. So he's That's just got a mind like that. Um, you know, Miami I, education, Miami education must be. He, absolutely. But that's, it, you know, to see the pride uh, once again, when we talked about him last show, the pride of, even though he didn't go to Ohio, he grew up around the Ohio football program. Uh, Joe Burrow, what he's done for Athens. I know he's, you know, the, the pride of Athens and spent a lot of time with his dad being uh, on the coaching staff with the Bobcats and um, all those years that he, he spent a lot of time um, at Peden Stadium, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, the, that's also clearly a good story to root for. And, um, you know, I just, what do they say? I just hope both teams have fun. I just hope both <laughs> teams have fun, right? You know what's crazy too? It's, it's insane that before – Last year, there where the Bucks hosted and played in it, it never happened before, right? I, I believe, again, fact checking, fact checking ourselves here. Um, we're not very good with that, but um, I don't. I think last year was the first year someone played in their stadium during the Super Bowl, right? That the team was the host home team. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yep. And then it happens back to back. Isn't that wild to to really think about? Yeah. I mean, it is. It's crazy that that hasn't happened all these years, and now it's it's there. I mean, uh, incredible. I it's I can tell you, um, it will never be in Cleveland. So, hey, I guess you never say never. Maybe never say road, never down the road if we ever get a dome here. Uh, I mean, I look outside and I just think, imagine if the Super Bowl was about to be played this weekend or next, yeah. and I just keep looking like, wow, that would not be fun. Yeah, well, you never know. It could, in two weeks, we could be golfing potentially. Who knows? Well, don't. That's don't how it goes. On that. Um, no, it's hey, yeah. If Cleveland ever gets a dome, and and we also the other big part here in Cleveland is we actually have to make the Super Super Bowl. So I don't know what happens first: the Browns make a Super Bowl or the stadium gets a dome. Stadium gets a dome. <laughs> Easy, easy. Um, so that's sort of Mac news because of Coach McVeigh. And, uh, you know, that's I wanted to bring that up. Um, I don't know. What else is going on? Well, we kicked off the 50th, 50th anniversary of oh, Title IX yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, kicked it off the right way with uh, National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of programming throughout the year, um, to your point, about Title IX and uh, the 50th year and, you know, just the avenues and, and everything that it, it is, um, it has brought for women and girls in sport and, and the equality and everything. And, and we're going to highlight a lot of our, uh, former student athletes, coaches at our, uh, all of our member institutions throughout the year, um, our top 50, if you will. Um, so that will be cool throughout the year. Um, I think it's, it's important, right? It's important. 
Um, I mean, we're both, we're both girl dads on here mm-hmm. and, you know, clearly um, not only the current um, women, girls out there uh, trying for equality in their sports, but I think of clearly my daughter and I'm sure you do. I want them to grow up and have that same stuff, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's made its way, right. It's, it's growing every year, which is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I see, you see it in WNBA. I think I know we're both big golfers. I mean, I think you are starting to see it a little more in the LPGA, uh, right. the popularity and everything. So, um, so shout out to all of our female student athletes and coaches out there doing big things. Uh, you know, we, we celebrate you and, uh, not just today, but all year. Um, the only other thing, I mean, basketball still rolling. I mentioned the Bobcats and, um, as we, as we were talking, um, they have since won. they just defeated Eastern Michigan. So now, Ohio's now 18 and three on the year. So having a tremendous season uh, down in Athens, um, for sure. Uh, only losses are to uh, LSU, Kentucky and Toledo. Nothing to hang your hat on as Toledo's having a year themselves. And um, but yeah, Coach Bowles has things rolling down in Athens. He certainly does. And I actually just seen a tweet saying uh, they answer my question. No in-person classes this afternoon, but EMU still received a lecture. That was their tweet. So um, pretty, nice. pretty creative out of the Ohio men's basketball SID or whoever was handling the Twitter account. But um, yeah, that was, that was some creativity there. And on the women's side, Toledo still rolling? Still rolling. 10-1, and one, um, had one hiccup, really one bad quarter against Ohio last week um yeah they're playing just playing really really well so yeah it's uh march is going to be a blast i can't wait for our tournament um we're going to have uh, a lot of fun i think yeah absolutely absolutely um you know and and um sorry and um i, I yeah we've been over there we've been um I know you were just over at the building. We just put out our ticket release. Tickets go on sale on Monday, Feb 7 at 10 o'clock. So make sure you get your seats, putting out the ticket stuff, talking through logistics of the tournament. I'm I'm excited. I know people who have listened to a lot of our episodes know how excited uh, I I get about uh, hosting the championship. And yeah, it's going to be fun in Cleveland, no doubt. Uh, Got a lot of fun things planned for people through throughout the city that they can come to the game and enjoy. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Um, you know, the, the same thing on the, you talk about Toledo's women's team. I mean, Toledo's men's team uh, 18 and four now uh, they've won nine straight. Um, they play ball state tomorrow night on ESPNU at nine o'clock. They, they have just been rolling. Um, they, they beat Eastern Michigan the other day, um, and, and now they're, they're taking them, like I said, Ball State. But um, they started 10-1 and one in the league last year, too. So Coach, Coach Kowalczyk has the guys rolling, um, and, and uh, they're, they're fun to watch. And then I'm really excited because it's going to happen before our next show. Um, Ohio and Toledo uh, play one another once again. Uh, Toledo got the first match. Um, when they met, but they play on two next Tuesday night on the eighth at seven o'clock. So 
that game's at Toledo should be quite, quite the atmosphere. And um, yeah, dude, that's, that's must see TV right there. Must see action. Must see action. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, I think that's quite a lead in for our first guest. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, let's get into it and uh, give the listeners what they want. <laughs> well, today, uh, speaking of Toledo men's basketball, we have junior forward JT Shoemate on. JT uh, came into the program after his sophomore year playing at Walsh University, which is D- Division II school in Canton, transferred. And uh, as they say, the rest is history, as he's been a main focal point of uh the Toledo basketball um, team and, and of their success this year. So with that, let's bring on JT Shoemate. Today we are joined by junior forward JT Shoemate from the Red Hot Toledo Rockets. Uh, JT, thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I guess first question, you guys are in Muncie. How's, uh, how's the weather out there today? You guys, you guys play tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Um, on ESPNU national TV game, which I'm sure ex- excited for. Uh, but how are you doing? How are you guys doing out there? You beat the weather to get there? We sure did. It's a 100% chance of snow flurries over here. <laughs> and... Uh, we were smart to leave yesterday. The coaches wanted to make sure we could get here and uh, not have to rush. So it was a good idea because because we beat all the weather. Sure. Well, so so I mentioned in the open, you know, Red Hot Rockets, um, because in case people out there listening weren't aware, uh, Toledo won its ninth straight on Tuesday night. Uh, congratulations to you guys. And is now 18 and four on the year, 10 and one in MAC play. Uh, this is actually the second straight year that you guys have opened conference play at 10 and one JT, just, you know, it's a, it's a pretty general question, but what's working for you guys right now and really overall this season. We're, we're playing together and being unselfish. I, I think that that's what really works for this team. And we got to continue to do that and improve on that. Uh, last game, I thought that we had a couple of breakdowns defensively and rebounding. Uh, struggled at a few points overall overall we out rebounded them but I thought that we could have been better in in a few places so I think we're still improving as a team and I think it's because we play hard and we play together it's awesome that's fantastic and that's what we like to see um in here um I'm sure coach uh, Kowalczyk's uh happy to hear that also um but hey uh so bring us back to 2020 you're a sophomore at Walsh right in Canton. Correct. Yep. So COVID hit. Uh, next thing you know, you're a, you're a Toledo Rocket. You know, kind of take us through that process and, and what made you want to, uh, to go to go to Toledo, essentially. Well, you know, my sophomore year, we had just won uh, the GMAC tournament. So we were on, the, on our way to Indianapolis and we actually turned around halfway through that drive because everything got shut down on our way there so then we came back and everybody looked at each other and just like okay our season's over now so uh, I had been thinking about uh, probably midway through that year I was thinking about leaving anyway and so at the end of that year I put my name in the transfer portal 
And um, I had some a lot of Division Two offers of, of other Division Twos that wanted me to go there, and uh, maybe like five or six Division One offers, but none of them were as good as Toledo. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Kay called me, uh, he FaceTimed me, showed me the facilities and everything, and uh, I watched some film, saw what the play style was like, and I, I knew I wanted to go there. Well, that's, I mean, there, there's some good reasons too. Uh, I mean, I, I want you to talk a little bit about, um, you know, coach TK, coach K. I, what do you, what do you go with coach TK, coach K? What do you, what is it? Uh, I feel like it's either uh, coach K or TK. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I mean, tell us a little bit more dive into that about just the overall of the coaching staff really, uh, which he's the head of, uh, but the other thing over the years, over, over his career, consistent winner. I mean, you just think about Toledo always in the Mac tournament, always um, if not playing for the title, probably there on semifinal night. Um, so what do you think speaks to that? I know you're still sort of new to the program, um, but why, what makes you kind of believe that, why, why has there been that cons- type of consistency all these years? And then also just talk about the overall fan support, because the other thing that's consistent about Toledo is the support that you guys get at Savage. And it's incredible to see I mean, year in, year out. Uh, one of the toughest places to play in the Mac. Uh, speak to, to that and, and overall um, how cool that is to see. I think that both those things are a huge credit to Kay because as far as consistency in the program and how they've been winning, I just think that Kay and the assistant coaches both pay a lot of attention to detail. They're always saying that there's no little thing. And so they're always, you know, on top of the other team scouts, making sure that we're doing the right things in rotations. And I don't know. I, I just see, um, I see a lot of attention to detail and a lot of hours put in by our coaching staff. And then also I think Kay does a really good job of reaching out. And that's, that's kind of where the fan support comes from because he does a good job of marketing us and getting us into situations where we can talk to people who love our program. And so they keep loving our program. I think that all that contributes. Yeah. And I think overall, what, what I notice about Toledo uh, kind of more than any other school. I'm not saying that other schools in the MAC don't do this, but I think you get buy-in in that marketing. Is at least when you see it on social media from all the coaches. You know, mm-hmm. if if uh, Coach Cullop and the women's team have a game, you know, Coach Kowalczyk's out there saying, "Hey, go check out the women," and vice versa. And I, it's not just those. It's not just a basketball thing. It's you get kind of buy-in in that marketing across the board, which is great and probably speaks it's not like it's not like the fans are only coming to the men's games you know it's the fans in Toledo come to the women's games as well and they have just as, as good of a crowd uh, at Savage for the women's game so I think it I think it speaks to the university and um, the community it, you know the Toledo community they, they love they love their basketball they love their football too I think overall that's just the university takes over that town. Um, do you have any, do you have any, you guys like, because you're kind of a big deal uh, there and Toledo and everyone loves that. Do you have any good fan story? You ever, you ever get stopped? You ever, you, are you, are you that big time these days? 
Um, we go into a place called Rick's Diner a lot of times on Sundays or uh, on game days. And we get stopped a lot in there because there's a lot of regulars in there that, who are also big time fans. So uh, we'll have a, a, a lot of uh, conversations when we get stopped in there. And it's just kind of it's kind of like a regular thing. You just know you're like, be ready to talk when you go into Rick's. <laughs> what, what, what's the in case Kyle and I come back to Toledo because I've never heard of it. What's what's the go to order at Rick's Diner? Ooh, really good pancakes. And a really good burger in there if you go in around like uh, closer to lunchtime. All right, and he's put it down. I loves a good burger. I do <laughs> chocolate shakes too. Homemade chocolate shake. I feel like Rick's could do it for us. They might be able to do that. I, I've yeah. never had a shake there, but <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, that's probably smart too. Smart, smart. All right, hey, uh, so let's switch gears here, JT. So talk a little bit about you know um, your upbringing. It sounds like your basketball family. It looks like your dad coached uh, pretty successfully uh, women's hoops um, back in, in your hometown. You have a couple sisters, uh, Emma, who I believe is uh, transferred from West Virginia to Ohio State. And then um, I learned last night, your sister had Katie at Kent State had 21 points against Central. So um, talk a little bit about your family and uh, kind of your upbringing and um, in, in that regard. Yeah, I was just watching Katie play last night while we were at Texas Roadhouse for team meal she was hooping last night yeah they're they're both really good they're both probably better than me is what i is what i tell everyone just as a rule of thumb uh i think that's kind of how it goes as you you get younger siblings they just happen to become better than you everything they do it's kind of annoying but you know you feel like you had a part in it so it's nice but uh it, it all came from our dad really he he loves basketball he played division three basketball at otterbein and transferred to Ohio Wesleyan, played there too. And he coached the women's or the girls team at my high school. And he, he coached both my sisters there at Newark High School. And they were they won a lot of games. And he just recently retired so he could watch us play more, have less, have less on his plate, I guess. Oh man, that's too cool. That's that's awesome. It's gotta be a, a joy to him to to travel around to all these cool different arenas and, and watch his kids play. So that's pretty cool. He loves um, it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Basketball junkies are, are basketball junkies. They love they love the sport. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, hey, talk a little bit. Um, any other sports? Uh, or, are you specifically basketball all the time? Uh, any other hobbies that you have? Um, I used to run cross country, which okay. was weird. My, my sisters <laughs> were both really good at track at one point. I never ran track. But Katie set a couple of records in high school. She's really athletic. And Emma, I think actually, Emma was really good at cross country at one point. I was, I was average. I was chubby in middle school. So I I wasn't very good cross country. Well, what was your mile? What was your mile time? What'd you come in at usually back in those Oh, I don't even, it it was not memorable. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. It's, it's better. I know it's better than what I could do. I'm not sure, Kyle. I don't know. Kyle thinks he can do a bunch of things, but I don't know. Oh, I don't? Yeah. We'll see. No, 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 no. Never. <laughs> I, I actually really like to play tennis. If I, could, if I could go back, I'd probably play tennis from early on. Sure. Tennis is tough. I, I give tennis folks uh, credit because it's that's a tough sport. It, it's, it's a lot, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, do you uh, – so outside of that, the, yeah, off the court, I know Kyle just asked, but to kind of – 
um, you know, the, the sports you're growing up. Well, well what, what's, what's JT Shoemate off the court when you're not, when you're not hooping, what are, what are the things you, you like to do, get into? Um, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty simple. I like to watch something on Netflix. Um, I'm pretty busy right now. I'm, I'm doing student teaching at the same time as, um, you know, having our basketball schedule. So it's been really hard to get over to the school, um, and, you know, get into the classroom, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm simple. I like to watch movies. I, I started watching Ozark recently on oh. Netflix. It's pretty good. Oh boy. We could go down a whole path here. Jeremy and I are big, uh, Ozark fans. As yeah. Well, so. we, we, we don't have enough time to talk about, to talk about <laughs> all that. but, uh, if you're, if you're watching it, uh, you'll, you'll know soon enough. I don't know how, how far are you in Ozark? You just started or. Yeah, I'm, um, I think I'm like halfway through season two, so okay. I, I, I don't need any spoilers. No, 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 no. We, we will not give you a spoiler, but uh, yeah, enjoy the ride. It's, uh, it's one of the better shows I think I've ever, I've ever watched. So if, uh, if you guys ever get down in a game, if you can just be as cool on the, and calm and collected as, uh, as Marty Bird is um, <laughs> through any situation, you'll be all right. I mean, that guy right. read anything right he's stone cold <laughs> what uh you talk about teaching uh is there a specific subject that you want to teach or or um what what like grades is there anything have you pinpointed that what do you kind of want to do with your with your teaching degree yeah so with the degree that i'm getting i'll be licensed to teach fourth grade through ninth grade and language arts and social studies so what i'm specializing in that's awesome that's cool. You gonna you gonna coach like your dad too? Everybody says I'm going to. I'm I, I'm like I don't know, but every, everybody's like as soon as you become a teacher at some point in your life, you're gonna want to coach. And you know I can't I can't necessarily disagree with them because I I know that I'll probably be drawn to basketball in, in some way. I'll want to stay with the game, but I just see how stressed out coaches are, and I just <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't want that for myself. <laughs> don't blame you. Don't blame you. Hey, uh, so I've, I've been wondering this, um, you know, from an NBA side, kind of who you may model your game after or who who's your favorite player? Um, I'll just start that. I have a player in mind that I feel should be your favorite player, but I'm just curious if that matches up. <laughs> I was always a big Gordon Hayward fan. Uh, okay. I've kind of tried to model my game after him. Yeah, I, I watched him play in college and then, you know, he's killed in the pros a lot, too. So. Yeah, yeah, Gordon Hayward. He's uh, pretty special. I, I would see that resemblance. Absolutely. I, I see that. So I actually see Duncan Robinson. Oh, I like that one too. Division three guy transferred into Michigan, right? Can shoot it really, really well. Um, I think you dunk a little bit more than he does. He doesn't really, you know, go down. There, so um, <laughs> I like to think I play a little better defense too. Yeah, Easy. that too. That, that too as well. <laughs> You both are six seven. I I don't know. I think that's a pretty good uh, observation. That's that's just where I'm coming from. So um, hopefully it all works out, and uh, the Heat or someone else picks you up here and uh going forward. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's the dream. <laughs> Once Kyle broke down all that stuff to me, I was like, oh yeah, I can kind of see. It. So I don't have another name because he sold me on Duncan Robinson. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but after saying all that, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you, you kind of. You kind of got my dad. My dad tells me that one too. See? Oh, well. 
fathers know best, man. I guess <laughs> I mean, that's if, if you're if Pop says it, then it's got to be true. But uh, no, I actually saw Gordon. Uh, I was at that Final Four um, in Indy when he yeah, almost he took that off. Reader. Thank goodness oh. he didn't. I'm a big Duke fan, so thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. yeah. I was I was at that game, and I had a, a seat. I'll never forget. I was in the corner. Um, so I got the like NBA live, you know, the old NBA live game where you kind of saw the court from a corner. I was in that corner. I saw the ball and I thought for sure it was online that whole time. I'm like, oh my gosh, this will be like one of the best final four moments in the history of the game. And, you know, the rest is history, but it was so close. It was, I've, it's like the whole, the, the breath of the whole, um, Lucas Oil Stadium was like taken out for a split second to see if that ball went in. I'll, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I'm sure he won't either. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we want to bring just a couple uh, before we end this, a uh, couple kind of um, current events things up. We, we always like to hit on some current events. I know we talked a little Ozark, obviously, but um, Winter Olympics start today. Um, or yesterday, I guess they started. I I, I watched curling I last night. Oh, okay. Well, no, they got they got opening ceremonies tomorrow, but I think they're competing and stuff. I watched ah. curling for about half an hour last night, trying to piece together like the rules and what's going on, and I couldn't do it, so I changed the channel. But um, what uh, are you an Olympic guy? Do you get into the Olympics at all? You watch? I think I watched more summer Olympics, but the winter ones are pretty dope too i like the um i think there's one where they like ski down a, a really monumental hill yeah the alpine, so i think that'd the be something skiing, like this it, uh, yeah like uh, yeah there's something they do some flips in the air oh <laughs> yeah uh i don't know what they actually call that one but yeah i was gonna ask like if you were if you were if you could do one event in the winter olympics what would it be i i think we all know outside of basketball clearly um in the summer that maybe you'd go the tennis route but um what yeah would would skiing if you if can you ski even (laughs) i've never even been i i feel like it'd be hard for me to find a winter olympic sport where i wouldn't break any bones (laughs) I, i watched curling last night man like i said i don't i mean it'd be pretty impressive if you could break a bone curling but you know I don't know. They get pretty flexible down there with that thing. That yeah, rock, rock. muscle curling's where it's at, though. It's pretty fun. It's like shuffleboard. I feel like Kyle. What would be yours? Curling for sure. I love you, shuffleboard. You would do curling. Uh, yeah, absolutely. To JT's play shuffleboard. Point, yeah, to JT's point, and it takes a little skill, right? Well, I mean, all of it takes skill, but you know, you're trying to get that puck or whatever you want to call it into the bullseye. So yeah, I, I would say that some touch, just like shooting a ball. I feel it. Wow. I don't even remember. I got to check that out. Yeah, you got to watch. I, I didn't understand. They threw like 10 of these, uh, I think they call them rocks, down, and then they all cancel each other out. It's like playing cornhole. Like they threw 10 of these and they all got them in the middle. So only one of them counted. And I'm like, what, how, how long does this sport take? I, don't, I have no idea. And uh, no disrespect to curling. It, it was wild. I mean, I watched it, but I just don't. I need to read up on my curling. Oh, it sure. might be kind of it might be kind of like a bocce ball situation if yeah. you ever played that it is yeah. it's a lot like bocce ball for sure for sure they're like canceling uh, out other balls like if you get one closer yep 
Yeah, no, that's exactly. And so Kyle, you would go, I would, uh, if I had any athletic ability whatsoever uh, and could compete in the Winter Olympics, I mean, I think I'd want to be in snowboarding, right? I mean, that'd be pretty cool. It seems like the most exciting uh, thing to do. Uh, hockey would be clearly pretty cool, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's, I, I would, I would, snowboarding is pretty, pretty good, but I've never snowboarded in my life. So oh, I'm weary. I'm weary of the snow ever since one of my friends went tubing in high school and broke his collarbone. Ah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, we don't we don't need that happening to you during this during this uh, stretch. We don't need any broken bones. We don't need anything <laughs> happening. You guys are playing hot. Um, what's it? What's the last? What's another Kurt? Oh, Kyle, I'll let you ask that final one. Super Bowl. I mean, who who do you got, JT? You got the Rams or you got Joey B and the Bengals? It is not going to be easy for Joe Burrow, but I. <laughs> I hope that uh, I hope the Bengals can pull it off for Ohio. All right. I've always I've always wondered. So you you're from Newark, so that's by Columbus, right? Like east of Columbus. Yes, correct. Okay. So when you're in the middle, like, are you maybe you're neither? Are you Browns fan or a Bengals fan, or are you another team's fan? My family is longtime Browns fans, but it's it's tough. It's very (laughs) tough. Yeah, well, hey, I'm I'm a former season ticket holder, and uh, not because they loot lost, but just because I had kids, I got rid of my tickets. That's really the only reason. Got to you know, and uh, but I I feel it. I feel yeah. I just I have always wondered. There seems like even in uh, even in Toledo, I feel like it's split. Right? There's there's some lot. There's you're right on the border there, Michigan. There's some Lions fan. There's some. You, you probably get a little of everything uh, right there in Toledo, a, a bunch of different fans kind of splitting. And we have our share of Pittsburgh fans, um, unfortunately, you know, here in Cleveland. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've always wondered, like, in the middle of state or, or people just defer, like, the Buckeyes are their, are their um, you know, professional team. I know that sometimes happens too. But, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you're a Browns fan. That's good. You're, you're okay in my book. Uh... <laughs> We'll be, we'll be all right. One of these times, one of these years, one of these years. My poor grandma. <laughs> well, JT, I know uh, you got to run, but it was great, you know, catching up with you, uh, learning uh, not only um, about the things you guys are doing on the court, but also a little bit about you off the court. Uh, you know, we, we love having return guests. So, you know, maybe uh, at the end of the season, not wink wink uh i'm winking over here that we have you know something to talk about later down the road this year uh but uh you know it, congrats to you guys uh for for what you've accomplished thus far this season i know you guys have a lot of goals coming up and taking it one one game at a time here but uh you know we we look forward to watching you guys the rest of this year and especially uh tomorrow night as you guys take on ball state on espnu that's at uh 9 p.m so uh, you know, best of luck to you and your teammates, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Okay, I appreciate it. Th- thanks. Sure. We'll catch up. See you, JT. All right. So there you have it. JT Shoemate. Uh, great interview. Once again, got quite the basketball family. They sure do. Um, 
Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, parents got to be pretty proud. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, it was fun to talk to him. I, I hope I, we got to check in with him about Ozark. I think he's going to be uh, very happy. Although if, he, if you've already made it this far in the show, he's, he's going to carry it out. He, he clearly, uh, he'll, he'll like, he'll like the rest of that show. I'm, I'm sad that I, that I'm done. I'm done. It took me like three days to watch this latest uh, season and I'm, I'm ready for more already. Yeah, I know. It's sad that we got to wait until June. It almost makes you wish that you didn't watch it and you waited until the, you know, the second half of season four came out. Um, impossible. Binge it's it. Impossible. But yeah, I guess it's, uh, yeah. What do they say? Patience is a virtue, I think. So we just got to wait it out. Yeah. Um, it was, it was great to hear him just talk about the community and, and what Toledo uh, brings um, to, to Toledo basketball brings to that community um, and, and how much he loves playing there. And, and I mean, they just have the, like I mentioned to him, the, the continued success. I mean, one of the, one of the programs in our league that has just been in the top half, top quarter of the league for a number of years now. So uh, we will see where the season ends up with them. And they're going for that 10th in a row, uh, like we mentioned uh, a couple of times against Ball State tomorrow night. So, uh, no, but we, we really appreciate having him on and thank him for his time. Absolutely. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait to watch the game tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to, uh, go shovel some more snow and, uh, until next week, uh, get some action, get some action.